The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morency. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Buffalo, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Twisted Tuesday has begun. While the chaos and the carnage continues, let's start off in the Bay Area. The Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors are going into the fourth quarter right now. The third quarter just came to an end just as the show began. 96-88 right now for the visiting Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers up eight as we head into the fourth quarter. Uh, the Lakers were getting four and a half at tip-off. The Lakers are now laying four and a half. Lakers minus four and a half. Warriors plus four and a half. Warriors plus 210 on the money line. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers minus 260 on the money line. Anthony Davis has absolutely gone off. Let's send it to the East Coast. Jalen Brunson goes off. He's the first player uh, to play for the New York Knicks uh, to score 30 or more in a playoff game at MSG since Carmelo Anthony did it in 2013 against the Pacers. The Knicks needed to get the dub tonight. They got the dub. Jimmy Butler didn't play in this basketball game. And uh, the Miami Heat clearly looking ahead to Saturday as um, you get Jimmy Butler a full week off, essentially, because certain series get like five days off in between games and other series don't, right? I mean, there's a lot of... um, There's a lot of... There's a lot of things that the NBA does that you have to wonder about and question. And their schedule, I'm amazed that other teams don't say, listen, you can't do this, right? Like, we can't play three games before these guys play one game. <laughs> but it, does, it doesn't work out that way. But I also don't know why they think Scott Foster is their best referee. Like, seriously. Like, it's not like, oh, Scott Foster. Like, they, they actually think that Scott Foster is their best ref. Every big game, they're Scott Foster. This guy can't even tell if the freaking ball hit the rim or not. Yet this guy's doing NBA playoff games. Never mind the fact that he's either corrupt or stupid or both or all of the above. I don't know. Vindictive, corrupt, incompetent. (laughs) Uh, Not corrupt. Not corrupt. Yeah, I'm not insinuating that, um, you know, he's doing anything illegal. Uh, I think he's just that bad. And I don't know. You were buddies with Tim Donahue. He did call you at halftime of, like, a bunch of games that he fixed and rigged, too. Like, does anybody else find that to be strange? But shh, don't worry. He's a good ref. At this point, bring back Malloy. Where the hell is, where, where is Malloy anyways? Where the, hell's, where the hell's my boy Ed Malloy at? Anyways, whatever. Where the hell are the Dallas Stars at? Dallas Stars have uh, have scored a goal to cut the lead to one right now. The Kraken, the Seattle Kraken, up 4-3. Uh, so basically, right now, we're kind of like, we're behind the curve. We're a day late. We're a dollar short. We're um, early, early for the funeral or late for the wedding. But we should just be betting blindly every road team in the National Hockey League playoffs. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morency. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people at Bustler, but everybody else in between. 
the late night anger management class has begun. Sirius XM channel 1 to 5, 9 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, wherever you may be this evening. We got a full house on the program. We're going to get Schwab. Frank Schwab will step up and in from Yahoo Sports. We'll talk Phoenix Suns, Denver Nuggets. Frank is based in Denver, Colorado. Uh, we'll also get Frank's uh, thoughts on the National Football League offensive and defensive rookie of the year odds that have been posted. Of course, NFL win totals have been posted. But let's start off in the National Basketball Association as the Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. The fourth quarter has just begun. The Lakers have been balling uh, tonight. But you know Golden State has uh, a couple of um, a couple of body shots and headshots coming before it's all said and done tonight. The fourth quarter has just begun. Golden State, 90, um, it's 96-92. Golden State have just cut the lead to four. It was like eight a couple of minutes ago. So here come the Golden State Warriors uh, right now. The New York Knicks played against the Miami Heat tonight. Jimmy Butler did not play. Uh, Jalen Brunson's the first Knicks player to drop 30 or more in a playoff game at MSG since uh, Carmelo Anthony did it in 2013. It's like a throwback vintage sports um, era that we're in uh, right now is the Toronto Maple Leafs and the New York Knicks are both playing in the playoffs this far into the playoffs. Well, the New York Knicks won. The Toronto Maple Leafs did not. The Florida Panthers, another road team victorious in the National Hockey League uh, playoffs, 32-19. and 19. And we've got another one on the board right now. The Seattle Kraken are in action. And the Kraken are up on the Dallas Stars as the underdogs and the road teams have been barking, biting, and drawing blood in the National Hockey League Stanley Cup playoffs. The Kraken, of course, just eliminated the Colorado Avalanche. The Florida Panthers just knocked off the Boston Bruins. And we wondered how were, how would, would these teams react coming off a seven-game series, an emotional seven-game series. Oftentimes, after a seven-game set, teams usually lose the first game and they got to reset, and then you know it gets desperate again. Evidently, not for the Florida Panthers. Toronto Maple Leafs just lack that killer instinct and blow in game ones. I think they're two and six in the last eight now. I think Antonio Brown threatened to kill someone earlier today. Maybe. Does he own a football team or something? I don't know. Antonio Brown threatened to kill someone at Connor McGregor's drunk somewhere. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I'm a rageaholic. I just can't live without Ranger Hall. <laughs> the late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moranzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. We've got a full house on the show tonight. Frank Schwab will join us from Yahoo Sports. Uh, Frank covers the NFL, Major League Baseball. He's one of their sports 
sports gaming, sports betting uh, writers. Does a great job. Uh, he's a great handicapper. So we look forward to his take on the NBA playoffs, NFL dra draft, uh, rookie of the year odds. Uh, he He's in Denver. He was actually at the Colorado Avalanche, Seattle Kraken game uh, the other night. He was at the basketball game last night. Some of these buildings have been double booked and very busy. Boston's arena, not so busy anymore. And you know, our main man, Andrew McKinnis, is enjoying that as uh, McKinnis loves to troll hockey fans on Twitter. And uh, hockey fans are very easily trollable to begin with. <laughs> and they're all pretty much nut jobs to begin with. But uh, we got Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports. Steve Merrill will join us later. We'll talk NBA with Steve, Major League Baseball with Steve. And um, so as it is right now, the Dallas Stars have just tied the hockey game. It's 4-4, about five minutes left in the third period of play. In Dallas, 4-4, Kraken and Stars. Meanwhile, the Los Angeles Lakers are up 103-95 with a little under nine minutes remaining right now uh, in the Bay, in the city, in San Francisco. Dodgers up 8-1. Dodgers starting to heat up. San Diego and Cincinnati tied at one right now. Andrew McKenna steps up and in. McKenna, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. How you doing tonight? Gabe, great to be here. Thank you for having me on with you. What a night it has been across the board, all sports. you got to love this time of year, my friend. No, it really is a great time of the year. A lot of people think the, that Saturday in May, it's Kentucky Derby week this week, too. People love the uh, the Kentucky Derby and that Saturday. Usually there's a big boxing match, and you got all these, this playoff action and baseball. It really is a great time of the year to be a sports better. It's a roller coaster, just like for the players, and it's a marathon, not a sprint. But... Um, let's start off International Hockey League. What are you on right now? Do you have Dallas or Seattle in this game? I have Dallas, but unfortunately, I had them in regulation. So I'm kind of, uh, I didn't follow my own advice. And I, I should have, with a regulation like that, I should have just taken the team total and that would have hit already. So unfortunately, with that big goal and the four goals from Pavelski, it might not mean much for me if this game goes to overtime, Gabe. But, uh, I'll tell you what, the Dallas well, that's, Stars... That's what erasers are for on pencils, and that's what uh, in-game betting is for. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll tell you what, this Dallas Stars team is a great team for prop betting. You know, I mean, Rupe Hintz, uh, Pavelski, even Dadinov. I mean, these guys have been unbelievable. I know that you want depth, and I know that you need to have four lines rolling, but it's not too bad of a thing either when your top guys are playing like your top guys, and Dallas certainly has that right now. Well, we've been talking about this for the last uh, 48 hours, although I think it's premature, um, in which we said we think that the the Dallas Stars are the biggest obstacle for the Edmonton Oilers to make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. And I think we are getting ahead of ourselves uh, right now. So 4-4 uh, in the hockey game. Lakers up 10 right now with seven minutes left. This is getting real for the Warriors as far as game one slipping away. Anthony Davis has been completely dominant. Uh, this evening as we expected them uh, to be. But um, so road teams, McKinnis, have absolutely been killing it in the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs, not to mention overtime games. There's been so many of them. Uh, but, and this is with uh, Seattle and Dallas pending right now. We're now at 32-19, and 19, Andrew. 32-19 and 19 road teams. It's like 12-3 and three in overtime. 12-3 uh, and three in overtime on the road. Uh, 15 overtime games, 12 times a road team has won, and road teams are now 32 and 19 for a winning percentage of 627. Man, that's a lot of plus units in your back pocket if you've just been blindly betting the road team through this uh, first and early second round of the playoffs, man. It's unbelievable, and like you said, we have the data to back it up now. At this point, the the playoffs have been going on long enough that we we have numbers for it. And there's so many different narratives we can create from it, Gabe. But ultimately, I got to ask you this. Is it fair for me to say there's less pressure on the road? I mean, they're professional athletes. We can create as many narratives as, as we want to. But is it fair to say that, uh, number one, home crowd doesn't mean anything anymore. Last change was always the big thing for me. The coaches get that, that matchup they want, getting to put their players out there next, which I feel like a lot of casual fans don't know about. But it, it feels like there really is less pressure on the road, and that's benefiting these professional athletes. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know what it is. I talked about it the other night, and I saw Dougie Hamilton talking about it. 
uh, when the Devils were down, when they were down 2 nothing to the Rangers and they won game three. And it's really crazy, Andrew, because Newark and Madison Square Garden are like 15 minutes apart from each other. So, like, yeah, it's all, yeah. wow, we're on the road, we're on home. It's like, guys, you're in, <laughs> like, you, 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 you're, st- you're sleeping at home every night. Like, you're not on the road, guys. Like, you got on a team bus and you went to a different arena, essentially. But, and he said, he goes, we play much more responsible on the road. And he goes, we knew we would be better on the road. And he goes, I don't know what it is. We're much better on the road. And I saw the Seattle crack in the other night talking about, man, we're just a better team on the road and openly saying it after the game. We love playing on the road. We're open. We're a better team on the road. Look at the Toronto Maple Leafs, bro. They can't. I don't trust this team at home. Their fans are listless until they're winning. And it's like, then they're always like, oh my God, the sky is falling. The Leafs are not the same team at home as they are on the road. And for the love of God, we always hear teams after a successful road win and they'll say, Andrew, you've heard him say, we played a good road game tonight. We played some good road hockey tonight. If you know this, then why don't you do it at home? If you know that you say, well, we get too fancy at home. We get a little too cute at home. You know, we don't. We get away from the basics when we're at home. I saw it with the Vancouver Canucks all the time, bro. They'd be, when they go 4-1 and one on the road, they come home and lose 6 nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what, what the hell's wrong with you guys. And there's something about teams in hockey; they're better on the road, McKinnis, and it's being proven right now in the playoffs. Well, I remember saying it to you last week on the show. I might have uh, phrased it incorrectly, but I pretty much was trying to say that I thought that the Maple Leafs were going to lose at home in Game Five. There, have to close it out in Game Six on the road. They did it, and they seem to be a better team there. Like you said, why are these teams playing more basic hockey? on the road why can't they play in my opinion it should be the opposite at home is where you should feel the most relaxed and you, know, you still should actually play hard-nosed hockey the you team know, at mean, home attacks you- more let's get into the x and o's of this and look at tonight with the maple leafs and the panthers in which the game started the leafs like were the leafs were bringing it for like uh, you know portions they were buzzing around the net and stuff and i brought it up live we were on the air during the first period and I said one good thing. I said one thing I noticed against the Boston Bruins, the Panthers are really good at, is uh, they, they'll break out of their zone quick, bro. Like they, yes. you know, what I mean, you're getting all this. You, you you're cycling the puck, and you think, man, we've been wearing these guys out for the last five six minutes. Boom. Next thing you know, they're on a breakaway. I said, next thing you know, they're on a two on one, and you saw that happen numerous times tonight. This team, I don't know if they get lucky bounces off the boards, McKinnis, but I swear to God, it seems like every time the puck bounces at center ice, like there's a Panther right there and no one in front of them. Like they, it happened against Boston the other night. Well, I got to say this, that uh, I, I th- and I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think that when you look at a team that's cycling the puck around, let's say they have possession for two minutes, right? They're in the offensive zone. They have had three power plays. They're over three in the first period. Isn't that a bit scary, Gabe? I mean, some fans would say, oh, that's a great thing. They're dominating. Are they really, though? What have they done no. with the puck, right? What have they the done Rangers with had three power plays in the first period yesterday, too. They lost 4 nothing. You exactly. don't score. It takes all the, you know, the Leafs just don't get it. They, you know, the Leafs need to be, like, playing from behind, bro. Like, they need to be slapped in the face. They need to be playing desperate. It just is who they are. More with McKinnis on the other side. 112-98-544 left Lakers. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Homer's definitely talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Ranch. I am Gabriel Moranzi. It's Block City right now. It's one block after another. There's literally been like two or three blocks in a row in the last couple of possessions. And the Lakers are doing everything that they can to let Golden State hang around. They're just taking bad shots. The Lakers seem to be getting tired right now. Like their shots are coming up short. They're hitting the front of the rim. They're, you know what I mean? They're not getting the rebounds. And it is very intense. LeBron, LeBron just took like a three. It barely hit the front of the rim. The Lakers uh, gave up a fast break. Curry had a breakaway. LeBron came back and blocked it. And uh, Curry hit the ground. It's getting pretty intense right now. It's 112-106 with four minutes left. It is a good game. We're on the Lakers plus the points. We're on the over. We got a bunch of props. There's D'Angelo Russell missing another shot. Like, they're not hitting any shots. Like, the Lakers are letting this slip away as far as winning the game is concerned. This is, this is Curry time. This is the Warriors time where they start to thrive. Here's Jordan Poole for three. And it uh, it's one of those in-and-out deals. It was a nice-looking shot. And they bomb another three, and they miss again. And uh, Golden State keeps on getting one rebound after another here. Like I said, the Lakers are definitely tired. I would call a timeout. Right, if I'm the Lakers, next next time there's like a whistle here, I would call a timeout. These guys, need they need to regroup. Regroup. You know, we say regroup at the Red Lobster. Red Lobster, Popeyes, the Olive Garden, I don't care. Taco Bell, regroup somewhere. <laughs> regroup in a Walmart parking lot, all right? Angie McKinnis kicking it with us uh, right now. I was wondering where my boy Ed Malloy was. There's Malloy. I knew he had to be around somewhere. There's Malloy. There's Malloy with a call, bad call, not giving Russell the shot. How come that's not a shot? It was a continuation. If that's Curry or Thompson, you're giving them the shot. So, uh, McKinnis, Andrew McKinnis, wagertalk.com uh, with us. It'd be kind of crazy of us. I'm already on Dallas, all right? So I played uh, I played a soccer game earlier today in-game, and I just figured I'd get a head start on it. I played, like, the alternate number with the Dallas Stars on the money line to get some, uh, we'll get some plus money. But we just set the stage here. 15 overtime games. Road teams are 12-3. and three. Road teams are 32-19 and 19 overall. But without being stated, I think Dallas are going to win this game. <laughs> and they're minus 120 right now. Seattle are minus 110. What do you think happens in overtime? You know, Gabe, a lot of the time that uh, teams make these big comebacks or just kind of a, a late goal like what Dallas was able to do, they don't get it done in overtime. They've almost kind of got they just all their gas is out of the tank. But I think that Dallas, the way they're built, they're built for overtime and they've got a lot of vets. That's what I love so much about this Dallas team. They're my last future left. I've got them 15 to one to win the cup. And I like what they bring because they've got a good mixture of young players. I mean, how what kind of day has it been for Max Domi? I mean, nobody really talks about him being a playmaker. Max Domi gets it done. And he's, you know, has a pretty good contract as well. Jason Robertson, then the older players as well uh, to go along with this team. I feel like they will get it done. An opportunity lost for the Seattle Kraken, I believe. But, of course, time will tell. I'm jumping back in. Jumping back in here on the Dallas Stars. You could say I'm double dipping. The, uh, the bet has been placed. I'm in on the Dallas Stars. No, you said Dallas, so you saw a regulation. Here it is. You're about to get a piece of it. You're going to be upset if they, there's nothing worse than that. When they win, and if you lose, hey, it is what it is. It's 112-109 right now. We just talked a couple of minutes ago about the Warriors plus 210 on the money line. That looked pretty live. Like I said, the Lakers look really tired. They haven't hit a shot in, like, minutes. They've been stuck at 112. 
the total right now. So what? We're up to uh, we're up to two twenty uh, two twenty one right now with a buck forty four left. We need some points on the way out here, actually. And uh, here's Curry for three, and Curry makes it. We got a tie game. Wow. I told you, Ham, call an F in timeout, bro. Like seriously, you've got what? You got two of them left. What are you doing? It's, it's not that hard to be a basketball coach, all right? Especially when you're like LeBron is on the team. You don't really do very much. The only thing you can do, you can just say, yo, time out. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You've got the yeah. power, coach, to stand up and go, yo, 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 yo. I don't like this. How come I sat here five minutes ago and said, if I'm the Laker coach, I would call a timeout because this is slipping away. And they don't call a timeout. Now suddenly it's a 114-112 game. LeBron just hit the yeah. ground hard, but since the game matters, he ain't going to pretend that he's hurt and stuff. So, uh, <laughs> game, let me ask you this. This is the playoffs. You've got a, a, a Warriors team that shoots deep threes like they're layups, and yet we've got the Lakers that are running up and down the court doing the three-man weave. What kind of clock management is that with the lead they had? That's what I don't understand. I mean, I'm not saying you got to fold and stop trying to stop playing offense. But you have to recognize the clock. And I feel like that's something that it just goes over the head, some of these guys. You I have the lead. Teams right? play they the clock the too much. When they get a lead, then they start, they worry about the shot clock instead of getting good looks. Point blank, what I'm happened not with saying the Lakers. That. No, but what happened with the Lakers is they just got lazy. They were up by eight. They were up by ten. They should know better. I said it. Hey, listen, Golden State are going to come back. Like they're going to, they're going to get a second win. These guys, like they're going to come at you here at the end with this little flurry, like they always do, mm-hmm. and then they always escape, man. Like the escape from Alcatraz. But the Lakers, it was one bad shot after another. Like you know, D, you know D'Lo would roll up and just take a soft, lazy three. LeBron took a soft, lazy three. Uh, Austin Reeves tossed an air ball. It, it was like guys, like. Take it to the rack, finish these plays off, get to the free throw line. But they're tired. It's 115-112 right now. We'll get back to the pucks in a minute. Under a minute remaining. Draymond Green running the, the show here. Nearly a turnover, but the ball bounced back to Wiggins. Shot clock is expiring here. It's Jordan pool time. Pool takes it to the rack and gets absolutely murdered, and they don't call it. He did get hit pretty hard. <laughs> but, hey, it's the playoffs. I don't have a problem with the non-call. 115-112 LA Lakers. We're not legally allowed to do play-by-play, so I need to, like, pause every second or so. <laughs> <You got it. laughs> it's 115-112 with 15 seconds left. LeBron took a three when he didn't have to, and he missed. And we're going to go to overtime because here comes the three-point shot. Oh, wow. he missed. Jordan Poole. Wow. Oh, that should be a jump ball. For a Warriors the team? T- oh, they got the timeout. They got the timeout, yep. They got the timeout. You know, I got to tell you, for a Warriors team, I'm, you know, I just saw this live, but to backtrack, I don't think the Warriors are super happy Jordan Poole was the one that just took that shot, bro. Like, from that far? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, need, I like the to thing see is, where, though, what, what can anybody where say? Where was everyone right? else? Nobody's near him, Gabe. He has to shoot that ball. He'd get criticized for not shooting it. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Uh, like I said, it was Helter Skelter and it ended up with Jordan Poole. Hey, you're not <laughs> talking so much smack now. Jordan Poole's good with late game shots. Uh, of course, we go back to the Michigan days when he beat Houston. No, he was wide open, McKinnis. You're right. Like, he was like point blank. I'm just stating, me personally, if I'm Golden State, I'm not, he's not the one I want shooting there. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of uh, when Skip Bayless and Mark Cuban were going at it when uh, Skip said that uh, Dallas's defense did nothing to, to defend LeBron. And Mark Cuban's like, well, you're just taking all the credit away from us. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe the Lakers wanted Jordan Poole taking that shot. You know, we, who knows? I'm sure they want him taking oh, it Oh, no, that's a great call. Curry. That's, That's a great sure, call. You know? I'm not a fan of the Skip Bayless reference, but I still believe you're a very good take. <laughs> as far as <laughs> good, good call. Uh, yeah, it's a great point that the Lakers defense, between Thompson, Curry, and Poole, who do you want taking that three? Even though Poole does have ice in his veins, he has hit a lot of these big game shots late. So it's 115-112 right now with four uh, 4.7 seconds remaining. 
And uh, incredible, isn't it? This game's really coming down to the closing number as far as the total is concerned, man. Yeah. I didn't bet the over before the game started, bro. And then the game started, I was like, man, it's pretty high scoring. Oh, my God. He nearly didn't get him. Like, for over betters. Dennis Schroeder got the ball. And uh, DiVincenzo there was chasing him, trying to foul him. There was four seconds left. Schroeder came really close to getting away He's and fast, not being man. touched. Yes, He's he fast. is. All right. You know what, McKinnis? We have the Lakers at 10-1 to 1 to win the West that we played like a month ago. Awesome. And we're getting a step closer right now. Three wins away, and then I put myself in a nice position. And then I, I you know what? I think the Lakers are going to win this series. And I think the Lakers are going to lose to the Denver Nuggets in the next round, though. I think the Nuggets are going to beat them. The Nuggets are going to go to the championship. And then the Nuggets are going to win the championship. Denver wins the championship, McKinnis. I wouldn't mind that. Mr. Big Fundamental, Mr. Triple-Double. I don't think he cares about his MVP this year if he wins the championship, do you? Well, Joel Embiid got his MVP today. He's not even playing in the playoffs, so <laughs> you know what I mean? he's not even playing uh, right now. But uh, you know, I think Jokic and the Nuggets, just stylistically, the matchups, the home court, the older teams that are going to be playing, the altitude. I think it's all going to add up uh, in their favor. So it's four-four. Overtime has just begun right now in Dallas, and uh, there's a high pace to overtime right now. All right, we'll get McKinnis' picks for uh, tomorrow's games and uh, the, the series that are set to begin in the NHL. Frank Schwab will join us. We'll talk Phoenix and Denver. Steve Merrill will join us. We'll talk all the NBA playoff series as well. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You want some of this, don't you? Yeah. Well, you need to know the winners. And I know the winners. So call me now. Whoa. $5 for the first minute. $2 for each additional minute. You have reached the coaches. Line. Line. Yeah, lay it on me, coach. In the game of my MA mm-hmm. versus Sin. Cincinnati. Sin. Cincinnati. Not. Cincinnati. Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? Yes, he does, Homer. This is Sports Red Giant. Gave him Ramsey 4 4. We're in overtime. In Dallas, Seattle Kraken and the Dallas Stars. Kraken have 36 shots on goal. Dallas have 32 shots on goal. 15 minutes uh, remaining in overtime right now. Uh, both teams have actually had a couple of scoring opportunities. It's always, you know, there's fast ice in the first couple of minutes. Uh, the players, uh, we were just talking about fatigue. You can tell the Lakers got tired at the end of the game. And um, 
right now somebody in Dallas just del deliberately put their hand up in front of the camera, they should like have beer thrown on them and then be ejected from the game. I don't, I'm not about kicking people out that easily, McKinnis, but that was done deliberately. You see, like, I caught that. It was like, all right, jackass, if I was the security. Sort of like people like this. I hate when people sit behind home plate and wave into the camera. It's like, you know, we see you, jackass. You don't need to wave. It's like, I get you're on yeah. TV. Good for you. But, like, you're on TV, so you don't need to wave. There's nothing worse than somebody that sees a camera and goes, hey, look, and needs to, like, step in front of something. I don't care if you're behind something, like if you're at college game day or something, or even if you're a Monday Night Raw, <laughs> right? But if you're sitting behind home plate or you're sitting at a hockey game, don't be a jackass and deliberately, like, try to distract everybody watching so you can stick your arm up. Nobody even sees who you are. I would kick this jackass out personally. This is reminding me of those idiots in San Francisco uh, two years ago when the, when the Giants were in the playoffs and... I swear to God, they had the worst effing fans for, like, everybody would just sit behind home plate and make faces into the camera and wave into the camera, and uh, I, I would kick every one of these clowns out of the stadium. But we're in a clown era right now, like the Maple Leafs. They're sponsored by TikTok. They're, they played like a TikTok <laughs> team uh, tonight. It's funny, like, of all people like to be sponsored by, I see on their helmet. I don't know how I didn't notice that before. I caught that time, like, TikTok. I'm like, really? TikTok? Uh, you guys are like a TikTok bunch of kid team. Um, and you played like it uh, tonight. So yeah, Lakers I've been pretty one, nice, 17, Steve, 12. to the Maple Leafs. But I got to ask something. How is Matthew Nyes, who's played less than double-digit games in the National Hockey League, already a tougher player behind the net, in the boards, in the dirty areas, than Marner, Nylander, and Matthews have ever been in their whole careers? This guy is not scared of a single thing, not scared to block a shot, He's already been limping off the ice, blocking shots multiple times because he, he doesn't score yet. from the perimeter. <laughs> ah, no, I, I, I'd, I'd love to be able to believe that, but I don't think that's well. the case because lots of <laughs> lots of rich players in the league block shots, Gabe. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that younger players hunger are hungrier players, but uh, they don't have it in them. Right. That's why they needed the that's why they needed Ryan O'Reilly. That's why they need these other dudes on the team. Because they don't have that in them. They need to be pushed. You know what I'm saying? They need to be pushed over the edge, Austin Matthews and Marner and these kids. They're not gonna lead you. Right? It's kind of crazy to say they're those skilled guys, but they're not those leader type of guys. And so they got these other dudes. Listen, I think the Leafs are gonna be fine. Um, I believe they're now they're two and six, I think, now in their last eight game one. So this is sort of par for the course that they always lose game one. They almost need to be um desperate and you know woken up but um as far as the devils and the canes are concerned uh game one tomorrow night carolina hurricanes minus 120 the total is five and a half and uh, as far as the series price is concerned the um carolina hurricanes are plus 115 underdogs new jersey devils are minus 135 favorites one thing I'll say before I throw it to you, people always remember what they saw last. And everybody liked the Rangers to beat the Devils. And the Devils' team speed overwhelmed the Rangers. And now we hear everybody say the same thing. Well, the Devils' team speed, the Devils' team speed, but the Canes aren't the Rangers, right? Every team is different. And if there's one thing the Carolina Hurricanes can do is they can skate. Like, they're a very good skating team, the Carolina Hurricanes. They don't really have an identity, the Canes, but one thing they're good at is actually skating. They're one of the better skating teams in the National Hockey League. So I just want to throw that out there that everyone's a day late and a dollar short with that. You all should have talked about the Devils team speed before the series started beating the Rangers until after. <laughs> and now you all expect, like, the Devils to skate circles around the Kane players the way they did the Ranger players. But the Ranger players were older, they're bigger, they're slower. And the Rangers used to be more finesse, and they got ragdolled, so they got tougher, and now they're slower. It's like uh, they can't win, right? It's a tug of war. W who do you like in the series, the Devils or the Canes? Gabe, you're reading my notes, man. <laughs> I don't know what to say there right now. After you said a lot of the stuff I was about to say there. Um, look, I mean, number one, I hate the fact that I was one of those guys. You never want to be on a popular underdog. In the NFL, if everyone loves a dog, you take the favorite. You know that. In the NHL, same thing with serious wagers. Unfortunately, I, I was on the New York Rangers pretty big, fell for that. 
But a lot of the reasons that you just stated there are still the reasons why I think the Canes can get it done. Despite some injuries they have, the Hurricanes give you the most exciting, low-scoring game you'll watch. And, you know, people will say, well, I love watching high-scoring hockey games. Trust me, watch a Carolina game. You'll be entertained. The game will finish 3-1. And I think that the better team dictates the tempo. Carolina is still a better team. Under five and a half in my pocket for game one tomorrow. Akira Schmidt has been outstanding since coming in for Vitacek uh, in game one and two. He has looked calm and collected only his second year in the National Hockey League. Barely that many games under his belt. And we know what uh, Carolina is capable of defensively. All of their forwards might not be that dangerous offensively, but here's the difference. Patrick Kane, Tarasenko, Sabinajed. I was worried about it when I placed that bet on the Rangers, and I was worried about it in game seven. They do not have that instinct that you just talked about a few moments ago to back check, to dive, to block shots. Carolina, they've got that instinct. So I believe that New Jersey will be challenged to play a low-scoring, very rough and tough uh, style that could benefit them, but I think does benefit the Hurricanes. But, Gabe, I really do feel the best bet is the under five and a half there. And it's very interesting. Carolina opening, obviously, as the favorites uh, in the game tomorrow, but the underdogs in the series. Kind of interesting there, Gabe. It is interesting. A very interesting dynamic. Um, always, It's always curious, isn't it, when you see the... Um... When, when you see the, the road team favored in the series, it's always you always got to take a step back and go, whoa. Uh, and speaking of taking a step back and going, whoa, I tell you what, Philip Grubauer has been playing some spectacular hockey. He was awesome against the Colorado Avalanche for the Kraken, and he has made one save after another here in overtime. This is It's actually getting to the point now where you're about to say, like, I can't believe the puck didn't go in <laughs> type of deal. They have tried, like, the, the, I tell you, they, they have had numerous scoring opportunities, the Stars here in overtime, and then the Kraken had a just nice little deflected puck that nearly uh, got in there. So we're still tied at four, eight minutes into OT, very, very entertaining overtime going on. Edmonton Oilers and the Vegas Golden Knights. The Oilers, very trendy team. They are the favorites to win the Western Conference right now. Coming into tonight, the Leafs and the Oilers were the Stanley Cup favorites. We'll get the updated odds now that the Leafs lost game one. But what do you think of the Edmonton and Vegas series? We saw some crazy upsets in round one. I actually think we won't see as many in round two. Vegas obviously gets home ice, but uh, Edmonton took a possible uh, seven of eight points against uh, Vegas in the regular season. I talked about this last week to you. I think I've been saying it to everybody. I know that Leon Dreisaitl is a top four or five player in the league, and I still think he's underrated. I mean, the way he played in round one, the way that the secondary guys were able to step up, I think this is the deepest Oilers team that I've watched. They're buying in defensively. Ekholm was a great pickup. One of probably the best pickups, I think, of the deadline. Um, And Skinner, after that one bad game, he came in and played well. Here's the deal. I give lots and lots and lots of credit to the Los Angeles Kings defensively for how they play. I respect their players and their forwards for how they play defensively. In all four victories for the Edmonton Oilers, they still scored four goals plus. So to me, I think Vegas does not have as many forwards that are responsible in their own end. They might have a lot of superstars. They might have your Jack Eichels of the world, but I don't think they're as defensively responsible. And with this, with the pace that Edmonton plays at, I already know I'm locking in over one and a half in the first period. I'm locking in Edmonton over three and a half team total, and I'm locking them in minus one and a half games to win the series against the Golden Knights. I think, uh, I think a very good take and analysis of the series. I agree with a lot of what you stated. I like your team total look. I'd be surprised if these were lower-scoring games. It was a great point that you raised as far as them being able to score on Los Angeles, who are actually very good uh, defensively. Vegas are going to get trapped into. They have players. And Vegas are going to score too, McKinnis, right? Like you said, Vegas have some star snipers. They've got some guys. Um, I think they're going to be able to put put the puck in the net as well. I'm more of an under-better um, when it comes to the playoffs. Tonight, though, I went contrarian, and I had a good feel for it tonight. I thought that the Leafs and Panthers was going to be lower scoring than people thought. And I also knew the Kraken and the Stars go over every time they play. So I said, you know what, guys? Everyone's going to think the Panthers and the Leafs are the high-scoring game. I said, take the under here, 
and go the over in the cracking game. And here we are right now, 4-4 uh, in overtime. So I agree with you. One and a half is bold. Um, but I do think the Oilers and the Dallas Stars are on a collision course in the uh, the Western Conference uh, Finals. And we have a game two uh, number set for Thursday night. The Toronto Maple Leafs are uh, minus 184 favorites. Total is six and a half. I want. Let me get the um, let me get the updated series prices here. Actually, now I want to see what they what they reset this for the Leafs. Do you think the Leafs are still going to win this series? I think they will, but I think it's going to go seven, and it's going to go seven, and they're going to drop it. Um, well, the Leafs I are just, now plus one ten, McKinnis. So I just want to get that in there. They're plus one ten, and they'll so play well in Florida too. I want your take on this, Gabe, because I haven't I haven't heard. I've been watching your shows the uh, past couple of days. I want to know what you think about the whole. People said that really there'd be the, the Panthers would be coming into this into this game tonight, you know, uh, off that big you know win over the Boston Bruins and they upset the number one team ever. But how are those same people not talking about the Maple Leafs celebrating as if they just won the Stanley Cup? Yeah. After one round, I mean, I and I'm not even trying to be rude. When I say that, I, I genuinely mean which team had the bigger letdown spot. If we're ever going to use that the expression, which I hate, I exactly. But it seemed like the majority of people thought it was the Panthers after beating but the Bruins right. and being down three-one. It's a debate. To, but look at look at this tonight because wouldn't you think? And I thought we talked about this before the game. Which which team is in a worse spot, Florida or Seattle? And I said, listen. Florida won. It was Sunday afternoon. Boston and Toronto isn't that far. They were they won the President's Cup last year. Right? It was more business-like with Florida won. It wasn't, you know, they didn't have, like, Florida celebrated less beating Boston than Toronto did. You're bang on. Yeah. People were climbing lampposts in Toronto because they won. The players see that. But I thought Seattle were in a tough spot after playing seven games in the altitude and now going to Dallas tonight. More of McKinnis on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Three minute warning. Level one. This is Sports Rage. Joe Pavelski is the oldest uh, player with a four game, four goal game in the Stanley Cup uh, playoff history. The previous oldest was the Rocket Richard when he was 35 years old. That happened in 1957. Do you think he gets a fifth goal? It would be one of the all-time epic, all-time performances in NHL playoff history. It already is, but imagine if he gets the fifth one here, McKinnis. It'd be amazing, and it wouldn't shock anybody, I don't think. Uh, He's got the hot hand. His teammates are looking to feed him, but as I always say, I I believe that a guy like Wyatt Johnston, Evgeny Dadnov, oh, that third oh, line nobody's oh. talking about. Oh. Is it over? They did it. They did it again. The road team wins again. 
Wow. Again and 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 again. 13 and 3. 16 overtime games in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The road team is now 13 and F and 3. Road teams are now 33 and 19 overall. I can't believe it just happened again, McKinnis. Dallas were all over them. Seattle flicked the puck at the net and somehow it bounced around and ended up in the net. And again, it's the team that's not dominating. It's like soccer, man. So frustrating. The team team that has 80% possession is is losing. Like, there was just one of those such weird goals. It was the weirdest goal ever. But the puck was just, oh, my goodness. Weirdest goal ever, and it all started, and you, can, you can't blame him, but look at Odinger and the blocker. He smacked it right back into the middle of the slot with his blocker. Uh, and then it caused it, just, it caused the chaos after that led to it. No one knew where the puck was. That's the best way of describing it. There was like three Dallas defensemen. No one knew where the puck was. The puck was just sort of lying in the slot. And Buddy on the crack and saw it, flicked it high. Odinger was screened. Best bet. What do you got? McKinnis on the way out, buddy. This Under sucks. Carolina, New Jersey. All right. Hey, thanks for joining us. Great stuff. Thanks, Gabe. The Kraken. Keep cracking heads. Guy scores four goals and he loses. Cold world. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.